You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil, and you are listening to a special Ted Lasso all bonus episode. If this is the first time you're listening to Triviality, this is just a bonus episode. We do one main feed bonus a month plus uh, some bonus episodes if you support us on Patreon, which we appreciate anyone who supports us on Patreon. But if you're looking for a normal game of trivia, feel free to check out any of our episodes we release every Tuesday, uh, which are about an hour long, about 30 questions, uh, and a lot of uh, lack of seriousness and and a little bit of knowledge there, just like our intro suggests. Uh, But yeah, if you're here for the Ted Lasso uh, bonus episode, welcome. Uh, We all love this show. We learned uh, to be curious, not judgmental, and to think like a goldfish. And uh, the world has fallen in love with the character uh, created by Jason Sudeikis and his team and his glorious mustache. Uh, but I'm not going to be here to talk to you by myself because we have some competitors and uh, we need the competitors to play the game. So I'm going to introduce them now and we'll get right into our special Ted Lasso trivia bonus game. So our first uh, competitor uh, is a, a Patreon supporter and someone who uh, was just on the show. You're going to hear a main feed uh, episode pretty soon. And that is Caitlin Joyce Sine. How are you, Caitlin? I'm good. How are you, Neil? I'm doing well. Uh, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself and maybe uh, one of your favorite things about Ted Lasso, whether that's a moment or uh, anything like that. Um, yeah, no, I uh, live in Raleigh, North Carolina, um, originally from uh, Orange County, Hudson Valley area of New York. Uh, I uh, am a, for lack of a better use of words, it's a, a technical writer by trade, but I'm a jack of all trades at a pharmaceutical company. And my favorite Ted Lasso thing, honestly, I have to say it's the constant cursing that Roy Kent does, especially with his niece. It's so cute and I love it so much. So do I. Uh, I that relationship is uh, so so heartwarming, so charming, uh, just the way that uh, he interacts with her and uh, the team that he coaches and, and between them and Keeley and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, what, what a great relationship there uh, put on screen uh, with sort of uh, the embodiment of Oscar the Grouch. Um, it's, it's wonderful. So thank you for joining us today and for playing. Absolutely. Our next uh, contestant is actually not too far from our studio. Uh, we were going to have him uh, come into studio uh, today, but no one else is here. And I didn't want to, uh, you know, have a party uh, without the rest of the guys for him. Uh, but he's coming to us from Chicago, Illinois. Jeremiah Martin. How are you, Jeremiah? 
I'm doing great, Neil. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, so nice to have you here and have you on the show for the first time. Uh, same uh, same criteria. What uh, what do we want to know about you and, and how did you get into the show or what do you love about Ted Lasso? All that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So as you said, I'm from Chicago. I've, I've been up here about 10 years, originally from central Illinois. Uh, I went to and work at Loyola University um, and I've been there since graduating my undergrad. Um, I have been a longtime fan of Triviality when, well, I guess for about a year now, but I've been caught up on every single episode. So I'm very excited to be here. Um, I got into Ted Lasso, uh, actually back in 2013 when they released the commercial that they were bringing the EPL to the United States and, um, was talking about it at a family funeral actually with someone who worked at Apple and they said, Oh, we're making a show about it. It's going to be really cool. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's incredible. I'd love to watch it. And they gave me $200 worth of Apple TV credit. And uh, so that I could watch the show and I've watched it every single, uh, like the day it drops, I I watch it every single week. Uh, And my favorite part about the show is just really, I I have a smile on my face the entire time. Ted, his, as you were saying, his relationships with people are just so genuine that I really enjoy watching what he does and, and how he interacts with people. I, I totally agree with you. What a great story there about the show and sort of a behind the scenes look. But yes, Ted uh, is such a great character, uh, sort of um, endlessly optimistic, which, you know, when the show came out, I, I agree. I think it was just sort of the uh, the perfect medicine for sort of the dark time we're in. And to have a character like that that uh, puts a smile on your face um, was just wonderful. So thank you very much for for joining us, Jeremiah, for the first time. Yeah, thanks for having me. And our last competitor today uh, is someone who's also been on the show uh, a few times who we love seeing uh, coming to us uh, from Texas, Evan Bendixson. How's it going, Evan? Hey, it's going great, Neil. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, Let us uh, know what's been up in your world, uh, what what you're about, and anything you love about Ted Lasso. Sure. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a 25 year old software developer, uh, in the Dallas, Texas area. Uh, since the last time I was on, I had a daughter back in November of 2021. Uh, and now I'm expecting daughter number two in September of this year. Uh, <laughs> uh so that's a wonderful blessing. Uh, we're super excited. Um, as far as Ted Lasso goes, um, uh, I'd have to say my favorite character is definitely Led Tasso. Uh, <laughs> that's probably my number one part of the whole show for sure. Um, just it's a it's so far it's a one off bit, but I just I love it. Um, as far as how I got into it, um, it was back I think back when season two was dropping. Um, I was having a conversation with my dad, and I was just I was going through a rough time. Um, and he was like, hey, have you watched any of Ted Lasso? And I was like, no, it seems like a weird thing to bring up when I'm pouring my heart out. But OK. Uh, and he was like, how about you give like Ted Lasso a watch? It's you know, it's 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 a really nice show. It's really encouraging, really positive. And I was like, all right, whatever. I, I guess I'll give it a shot. And it's it was really just it's wonderful. And it's been an absolutely like wonderful thing just to have in my life and a big joy. So, yeah. Well, uh, I'm I'm so happy to hear that. I think that is the same thing for a lot of people. Uh, congratulations to uh, in order for you, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I I don't normally plug anything. I try not to because I hate uh, plugging things about myself. But a lot of listeners know that I I just released a book called Being Patrick Swayze: Essential Teachings from the Master of the Mullet, and a few people have asked me why in the acknowledgments. Uh, there's only two things in there that are media or TV shows, and I said 
Ted Lasso and Great British Bake Off. And it's because during such a dark time like the pandemic, it was, you know, uh, particularly hard. Um, those were two shows that I would always put on, uh, put a smile on my face. And uh, everyone was so kind to each other and everything that it really sort of uh, changed the tide. So I totally agree with you on that fact. So, um, yeah, let's just get into the questions here um, just to make sure everything's fair. I have about 30 questions or so. Um, some of our listeners and patrons uh, submitted questions. So thank you to Joe Wen, Hugh Gitlin. Ethan Metzger, uh, Jeff even wrote uh, a few questions, and then I wrote the rest of them. So uh, super excited to get into these. Uh, and just to find out the order here, just to make it fair, um, this is what I'm going to ask you. It's just sort of a closest to the pin. It's going to be something that no one's going to know off the top of their head. Um, I want to know, uh, what is the uh, current population of the London borough of Richmond that Ted Lasso takes place in as of 2018? So let's start with Caitlin. Okay, I'm going to say 250,000. All right, 250,000. Let's go to Jeremiah. I'm going to say 80,000. All right, and Evan. I'm going to say 50,000. Okay. Uh, the answer is 196,904. So Caitlin uh, is oh. closest to the pin. Uh, so you have a choice. What what order, what spot would you like? And then I'll place the others. I'm going to go second. 50,000. It was Jeremiah was a little bit close. So Jeremiah, uh, you were uh, next closest. What would you like, first or third? Uh, I'll go third. Third. All right. So we're going to start with Evan first on the pitch, as they say, across the pond. Um, all right. So are you ready, Evan? Absolutely. Okay. So uh, let's see. Our first uh, trio of questions, uh, they're going to kind of be similar just to get everyone in the mood and to get going here. Um, so the first question I'm going to ask you here is, in season one, Jamie Tart is on loan from what Premier League team that he eventually returns to thanks to Rebecca? Uh, I believe that's Manchester City. Manchester City is correct. Got the baby blue jerseys that uh, look good on Jamie and his hair. So yes, that is correct. Manchester <laughs> City. All right. Uh, now we're going to go to Caitlin. And I'm going to ask a, a similar question here. Question two. What club does Nate leave Richmond to join at the end of season two? Why am I blanking on the name of this? <laughs> uh, hold on. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Chelsea, even though it's wrong. Uh, it is not Chelsea. It is West Ham. That's it. So Nate uh, becomes the coach of West Ham and looks very angry and mean at the end of the, the second season. This is and the problem. The I pay attention to the characters, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> their geography or team names <laughs> well what's fun about that too is uh you know nate joins west ham and then i believe maybe it was even during the second season or maybe it was right after but now this third season they have a contract with the premier league so it'll be all the real teams that they can use all the logos and all that stuff that they weren't uh you know gonna have allowed. In the, the, yeah allowed in the first two seasons and i i was talking to my partner colleen and she said well i'm sure after the first season they're like i can't believe we didn't give them permission look how popular it is uh, all right, so now we're going to be moving on to Jeremiah. It's going to be a similar question. Uh, these are a trio of questions here, and this is just how it worked out. At the start of the, the series, Roy Kent is the captain of AFC Richmond. Eight years prior, Roy won a Champions League title with what club? I knew this was coming, and I've been trying to think about it in the last two questions. Uh, I want to say he was at Liverpool. It is not Liverpool, unfortunately. It is Chelsea. Mm. That uh, one. <laughs> That one. Yep. So Roy was also a member of Sunderland before joining Chelsea. And uh, yeah, it, it was Chelsea. 
Uh, all right, so uh, right now we got uh, one point to Evan, uh, but we still have a lot of questions to go. All right, so these next three questions are also going to be kind of a trio, and they're going to be about uh, Rebecca and her musicality, and we'll see how these uh, pan out here. So uh, the first question, I'm going to go kind of out of order of the series. In the season two Christmas episode, Carol of the Bells, Rebecca once again shows off her vocals by singing what famous Christmas tune that will forever be linked to the late show with David Letterman, who had the artist of the song perform it each year. Uh, so I just watched this episode. Um, I can sing through it, but I can't think of what the title is. It's uh, like Christmas, the snow's coming down, Christmas. Uh, what's the actual title? Um I think it's maybe baby, please come home. And I, I will give you credit for that. It is Christmas parentheses, baby, please come home. Yep. Darlene love famous song uh, that she always would perform on Letterman uh, for almost 20 years, maybe a little over 20 years. Cause he, he loved that song. So great poll from there. Uh, as I said, these are all musical related. Uh, number two goes to Caitlin in season one, episode seven, the club celebrates a win at a karaoke bar where Rebecca sings what song. Let it go. And it is Let It Go. She she sings it uh, beautifully. Uh, that's where Ted has uh, his uh, first uh, panic attack. And um, one thing I found interesting was I saw an interview with Rebecca. I don't know if I'm sure you, you may have seen this, uh, where she said that um, for the character of Rebecca, who isn't a natural singer or a, a professional singer, she dumbed down some of her vocals, which is insane because her vocals are just amazing on the show. Wow, that's that's pretty hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. I, I've seen some videos of her uh on not Broadway, but like uh, the West End, I believe. Yep. Yeah. No, it's. <laughs> no, she's she's amazing. I believe she played um she played the Lady in the Lake, the which lake, is a... yeah on spam and spam a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Really hard, really hard part to play, and and uh you know great singing for that part. All right, and uh, now this is going to be the the end of the uh, Rebecca singing questions. Uh, going to Jeremiah. What song, beloved by internet tricksters, does Rebecca tearfully sing at the funeral of her father? Uh, she rickrolls everyone in the room with uh, Never Gonna Give You Up. That is correct. Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up. All right. All right. Now we're going to move on to our next question here. Evan, uh, your next question, number three. What was AFC Richmond's original sponsor? I believe it was Dubai Air. Dubai Air is correct. And I think you can probably see where this is going. Caitlin, what sponsor did Richmond replace Dubai Air with? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Alaska Air. Unfortunately, it was not uh, Alaska Air. Um, it was Banter, the uh, the dating app. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, Banter, uh, which became a, a big plot line uh, with season, uh, two, yeah. season two with Sam and Rebecca. Yep. Uh, where I think everyone, I don't know, maybe it was just me. I thought it was going to be Ted and Rebecca uh, getting together, but it ended up being a surprise, and it was Sam. I thought the same thing. Yeah, although I do secretly, I know a lot of people don't want it to happen, but I would like Ted and Rebecca to end up. No, you don't want I, it to? I don't want it to happen. Nope. Although I think maybe it's probably going to be Ted, I would think, maybe not ending up with anyone because his family is his teams or whoever he's working with, maybe. So I'm not sure what they're going to do, but... All right, uh, and uh, our third question here, um, it's not gonna be about product placement or, or anything like that, so um, don't, don't worry about that. All right, and the uh, question going to Jeremiah. 
Sam Richardson plays billionaire Edwin Akufo, who recruits Sam Obisanya to play for his newly acquired club based in what African city? Is it in... Uh, he really considers it um, trying to get there. I don't think I'm going to get there. I'll say Pretoria, even though I know that's not right. It is not Pretoria. Um, so no points, but I'll just give you a hint just to see if you can get it now. It is a, a famous movie from 1942. Um casablanca casablanca yep yep all right uh so we're gonna move on to question number four if you were watching a roy kent inspired carmen san diego episode that asked for his location the answer would contain what chanted eight words oh <laughs> um he's here he's there he's every effing where roy kent that is correct. Those are the eight words that would be chanted. Yep. Great job. All right. Going to Caitlin. Speaking yeah. of chants, uh, what chant in term of endearment do Richard, Richmond Greyhound fans love to yell at Ted? Wanker. Wanker is correct. And I'm sorry I offended you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and going to Jeremiah. What catchy song, if you're a kid, or annoyingly earwormish tune, if you're an adult, is the unofficial chant for Jamie Tart? Oh, um, Baby Shark. Baby Shark is correct. Great job. All right, so these are going to be a little bit harder. Um, there's multiple answers here. I'm only going to need two, okay? But I just wanted to kind of turn up the notch a little bit once we get to question five here. So um, this is going to be the first one. During season one, episode six, Two Aces, the team meets at the pub to talk about getting rid of their supposed curse. Ted mentions that director Martin Scorsese got rid of his own curse by winning an Oscar for The Departed, which Ted admits is not his best work. Can you name any two of the Scorsese movies that Ted, Beard, Colin, Isaac, or May say is Scorsese's best movie? Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good um, question. Oh man. I so when I watched the series for the first time, I was l watching this scene and I said, "You know what? If there ever is a trivia episode of the show, I have to ask this question because I was like so into it when they were arguing about what movie was the best." I'm just I'm going to pass just so I don't embarrass myself and say a movie that's not even a Scorsese movie to begin with. So, <laughs> okay, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're passing. Uh, just for fun, um, Jeremiah, uh, Caitlin? Uh, I'm going to say no. Oh, crap. Uh, I'm trying or, to remember what musical. I can just um, give them to you, too, if you guys no, want. Uh, Godfather. Okay. And The Godfather Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> So those, unfortunately, are Coppola movies, but the good guess, though. Yeah, they are. I forgot. Good <laughs> guess. I mean, when you think Mafia, you think Scorsese, so good guess. Yeah. Jeremiah, any guess? Uh, I can't I can't remember off the top of my head. I just know that as soon as May says one, everyone agrees with May. So whatever May says apparently is Scorsese's best work. Is okay, Goodfellas so one of them? Goodfellas is. So what yeah. happens is Ted goes, uh, The Departed, which obviously is not his best work. Obviously, it's The Color of Money. So that's Ted's. Mm -hmm. Colin says Goodfellas. Goodfellas, yeah. Uh, Isaac uh, says Age of Innocence, which is sort of fun and out of character for him. Uh, Beard says Cape Fear. And then May says Mean Streets. 
That's right. Um, and there is a, and actually an Easter egg in there, I think, at least I'm assuming it is, and the writers are so smart, they had to have made this an Easter egg. Uh, when Roy yells at everyone to shut up so they can listen to the speech and to May and everything, he yells silence, which is also a Martin Scorsese movie. So just kind of... That's clever. Yeah, yeah, this, I thought so too. Um, okay, we're going to move on to Caitlin's uh, multiple answer question here. Uh, during the scene in the same episode... Uh, where the team throws sentimental items into the fire to break the curse. Can you name any two items that are thrown into the fire in the locker room? Um, uh, Ferrari keys. And um, uh, Jamie's cleats that his mom gave him. Okay, so uh, Jamie is correct. Uh, the boots that his mom gave to him that got him into football. Uh, you were so close um with the keys i'm trying to decide well maybe i'll open it up to the uh to the fellow players here but uh colin throws the keys to his lamborghini lamborghini wrong italian wrong. car <laughs> yes so unfortunately no points on that uh, for uh, i should have just said car keys <laughs> yeah i would have accepted yeah i would have accepted yeah. that um, the, the triviality, the triviality trick. Be as broad as you can be until. Yeah, no, I know, and I usually am, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was. I knew it was like a bright color, and I was like, yeah, Ferrari. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, examples of what players and staff added: Roy Kent, a blanket given to him by his granddad; uh, Sam Owasanya, picture of the 1994 Nigerian World Cup team; uh, Richard uh, Sand from a beach where he first slept with a supermodel; uh, <laughs> Nate sunglasses he wore uh, where a girl commented he looked like Clive Owen; uh, Rebecca, a recent newspaper article calling her old Rebecca; uh, and then uh, let's see, Isaac, the only pen he could use to write his name when he was younger; uh, Terry Zero, a Deadpool figure; uh, and there's one other one, but I don't want to um, mention it because it's going to be a question coming up. So, Jeremiah. In preparation of facing Manchester City with a risk of being relegated, the team comes up with a bevy of trick plays that have catchy names. Can you name any two of them? Uh, so one of them is the Lasso Special, um, and that's the that's Ted's. And then oh, they're all super creative. Um, I want to say like Thor's Hammer is one of them, but I don't think that's right. I can't. I can see them all up on the board, but I can't pull it. So the lasso special is one, uh, and then I can't get the others. Okay, lasso special is one, so no points on that one, but uh, here's the list here. Got the Sandman, lasso special, uh, Pepper Shakers, Beckham's Todger, Midnight Poutine, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, The Broken Tap, Loki's uh, Toboggan, so you were close. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Upside Down Taxi, uh, Hadrian's Wall, and Dirty Martini. So those were the ones. So you're close, though, with Thor's hammer. Very good. Um, all right. In the same episode, I believe it's the same episode. At least I wrote it here. I could be wrong. Uh, this is going to Evan. Uh, Jamie Tart says that he can't practice because he's hurt. So Ted goes on a rant in front of the team about practice, which is a clear reference to a media appearance by what noted basketball player nicknamed The Answer, who also ranted about practice. Oh, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Um... So I'll just, I'll guess Steph Curry. All right, Steph Curry. Uh, also a player uh, who's very fast, nimble, elusive, just like this one. Uh, anyone else just want to, for fun, have a guess? Anyone know it? Is this Iverson? It is Allen Iverson, yep. Yeah. So if you if you Google or YouTube Allen Iverson practice, you'll see it's almost verbatim to uh, the Ted Lasso speech because Jason Sudeikis is a huge basketball fan. 
All right. Uh, let's go to Caitlin. Yeah. Where did Coach Beard meet his girlfriend, Jane? Uh, chess Club. Friday Night Chess Club. That is correct. And Jane is uh, portrayed by Phoebe Walsh, who is a writer on the show, which I think is fun. Uh, okay, because uh, there are a few writers on the show who are on the, the writing team, or excuse me, actors on the show who are on the writing team. All right, and uh, Jeremiah, what is the name of the team mascot, Greyhound, that Danny Rojas accidentally kills with a penalty shot in the first episode of season two? I was uh, I was looking up some stuff earlier today, watching some clips in old episodes, and I was like, oh, that I should look that up. And I got busy, got on a, a track uh, going down at the bar. Um, I want to say it's an alliterative name, something the Greyhound, maybe like uh, George the Greyhound or Georgie the Greyhound. Kind of close, like in that realm of sort of royalish names. Uh, the answer is actually Earl. Mm. Um, all right, so after six, just a little score uh, update here. We got three points for Jeremiah, three points for Caitlin, and Evan narrowly in the lead with four. And uh, as the rules, uh, I don't know if I set them at the top, but first person to five, going to be like knockout. So if two people hit five, we'll just kind of go until one person remains. <laughs> Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she... Was, or call the police. Or call the police, like she should have, exactly. <laughs> What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Okay, we are going to Evan. Earlier, I was talking about things that uh, the team and its administration were throwing into the fire to get rid of the curse. Uh, and Higgins uh, threw something special in there. He threw in uh, the, um, the I was going to say the necklace, but uh, I, I'm having a complete brain fart now. He threw in the the neck thing for a cat. I can't think of the name. What, anyone help me? A collar. Collar. Thank you. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. Having a brain. That's what happens when you record way too much in one day. So he threw in the collar uh, of his old cat that passed away, who has a supermodel inspired name of what? I think it's Cindy Clawford. Cindy Clawford is correct. That is right. Uh, Caitlin. Yeah. The Green Army Man that Ted gives Jamie at the end of season one has a distinctive pose equipped with an accessory. What is it? Walkie-talkie? 
Ooh, close. Uh, it is a green army man with binoculars to. Oh, uh, crap. I yep. knew it wasn't. A... To Go represent ahead. that he was watching him and he was proud of him. Yep. Uh, well, how about his dad, huh? Jamie Tart? What a terrible man. <laughs> Uh, All right, and uh, we're going to go to uh, Jeremiah here. What British-American lead singer of a music group provided the theme song for Ted Lasso? Name either the singer or the band. I have honestly never paid that close attention. I love the theme song, but I never paid close attention to who it was sung by. I am going to say, I know it's wrong, but Ed Sheeran is the British-American popping in my head right now. It's definitely not him. So the answer is someone who is uh, friends with Jason Sudeikis, and that's why uh, he did the theme song, and it is Marcus Mumford of Mumford & Sons. Mm. And I believe after seven questions, Evan, you hit five first, so you are today's winner. Congratulations. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank I you. See. That happened quick. Uh, but the episode isn't over because I have so many Ted Lasso questions, and we're going to go through them together for fun. Uh, Super. Yes. So let's go to uh, back to Evan. What play-by-play voice of NBC Sports live coverage of the Premier League is the voice of the Richmond Greyhounds game? Hint, he has a colorful name. It's like Arlo White, I think, or something like that. Arlo White is correct. I love the microphones they use. I don't know if you guys notice it, but they're like really close to their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's just to drown out all the crowd noise, maybe, I would think, because it's so loud at those places. All right. Uh, let's go to Caitlin. What nickname do Ted, Beard, Nate, and Higgins give to their advice group that they desperately want Roy to join? Hint, hint, it's named after a David Bowie album. The Diamond Dogs. The Diamond Dogs. That is correct. (laughs) Yep. Love the Diamond Dogs. And I hope one day that uh, Roy joins. Uh, All right. So this one might be a softball uh, for all of you here because you're you're massive fans here, but it's just the order that they're in. So Jeremiah, Ted has a certain mouthwatering morning ritual with Rebecca that he calls what four-word phrase? Biscuits with the boss. Biscuits with the boss. That is correct. Uh, when I was Ted Lasso for Halloween and Colleen was Rebecca, my mom made um, just the the, the best uh, biscuits that were the Ted Lasso recipe, and they were gone like within an hour. So it was awesome. All right. So if you have a chance, just Google Ted Lasso biscuits recipe, and they're, they're very tasty. All right. Uh, let's see here. Evan, uh, where is goalkeeper Terry Zero from? Nah, I got nothing. I'm, I'm going to say France. That is a good guess. That's sort of the trick answer. He does speak French, but he's actually from Montreal, Canada. Caitlin, uh, at the end of season one, Higgins quits due to the shame of his actions and not being braver. Rebecca visits him to make amends and finds him playing what? Acoustic bass. He's playing jazz bass. That is correct with his uh, his new goatee or yeah. soul patch or whatever he was wearing. <laughs> that was a- uh, Jeremiah, this is kind of a harder one, but uh, AFC Richmond's director of operations, Leslie Higgins, who we just talked about, has five sons. Can you name three of them? Oh, wow. Uh, other than letting you know that one of them is a priest, I don't think I can <laughs> I can tell you. Unfortunately not. I gotta, I'm, I'm definitely getting schooled here today. Anyone else uh, know uh, one, of the, one of the names? Is there, isn't there like a Leslie Jr.? Uh, close. <laughs> Another L name. I'll give you that hint. Lewis. Lindsay is one. Lindsay, that's right. I knew it was another female. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we have Terry, Dana, Stevie, and Chris. Because Le- Leslie is actually Leslie Jr. He's a, a fem- feminine junior. Yes. Right. That. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. The feminine junior. That's right. Uh, let's go to, uh, was it uh, Caitlin now? No. Yep. Uh, I think it's me. Yeah, it's back to the beginning. Back to the beginning. All right. Hey. 
Uh, so Evan, in season two, episode one, Ted and Coach Beard discuss hiring a sports therapist and mention what 90s rock band as Ted clarifies that the band's best song is not his favorite song. I I don't know. That is I'm the... Say, oh, go ahead. I was, no, I was just going to guess the Spin Doctors. Oh, not a bad guess around the same time period. Uh, it is Gin Blossoms. Hmm. And uh, according to Ted, Hey Jealousy is their best song, but his favorite song is Follow You Down. Okay. Uh, Caitlin, uh, which cast member is also the executive story editor for the show? Which uh, I'll just give you a hint uh, for the world of TV. Story editor just means they're a writer. It's just a different title. Different oh, all pay, right. Different then pay it, scale. Then it's gonna be, yeah, I was like, story editor. I'm like, mm. uh, Brett Goldstein? Brett Goldstein, right? Uh, so Goldstein was hired as a writer first through Bill Lawrence, uh, co- you know, creator of Scrubs, who uh, co-created this show. And he sent in, I'm sure everyone knows the famous story, he sent in his tape uh, to do a Roy Kent uh, audition, and they loved it so much they gave it to him. All right. Now we're going to go to Jeremiah with, uh, some of these are going to be kind of rapid fire. Uh, Jeremiah, what country is superstar Danny Football is Life Rojas from? I think Argentina. Either Colombia or Argentina, but I'll go with Argentina. Danny is actually from Mexico. I'm pretty sure. I just want to double check now because now you're making me second guess myself. But but I'm going to look that up right now as we get to uh, the second question here. Let me just double check, looking it up. He is from Guadalajara, Mexico. All right. So the next one, also where someone is from. Uh, we'll go to Evan. What country is the thick-accented, Lamborghini-loving Colin Hughes from? I believe he's from Wales. He is from Wales. Ted mentions uh, his accent and how he can't understand anything he's saying. <laughs> so shout out to everyone from Wales. If there are any uh, who listen to Triviality, we love you all. Um, okay, uh, we'll go to Caitlin here. Um, in honor of Dr. Sharon's going away party, Ted passionately preaches that it's not the execution, it's the effort, while he teaches the team the dance choreography to what hit song from 2001. Uh, bye, bye, bye. That is correct. And I'm sure there's, uh, you know, no thought about who wrote that question. Okay. <laughs> uh, and here's another one I wrote, uh, which is, if you listen to Triviality, it's going to come easy. Uh, let's go to Jeremiah. Actor Anthony Head portrays Rebecca's slimy ex-husband, Rupert Mannion. Nearly 25 years before Ted Lasso premiered, he famously played another Rupert, Rupert Giles, on what Supernatural TV series? Uh, would that be um, the X-Files? Not the X-Files. Uh, and if you're a fan, oh, you're all fans of Triviality, uh, it's, Buffy. I'm gonna, it's Buffy. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire oh, Slayer. Yeah. I was going to say whose poster was on my wall in the workout room, but yes, it's yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> um, let's go to Evan. Uh in the second episode of season one, during a photo shoot for a brand of coffee-flavored vodka known as Kafka, excuse me, Kafka, Kafka, Keeley has the choice of portraying what two animals, and what animal does Ted emphatically choose when asked for advice? Uh, panda and lion, and I believe he chooses panda. He chooses panda, that's right. And then uh, once he sees the costume, he says she made the right choice. Okay, uh, Caitlin... In season one, episode four, Rebecca is preparing for the annual charity ball. After the originally scheduled performer cancels, Ted helps Higgins find a street performer to fill in. What four-time Best British Male Artist winner was originally scheduled to perform? Hold on. I have the first name. Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams is correct. Great job. 
All right, we're going to go to Jeremiah. Roy Kent served as the captain during his tenure at AFC Richmond. What is the first and last name of the player who was promoted to captain upon Roy's retirement? He gave him his arm sleeve. Uh, it's Isaac, and his last name is the tough part. Um, you already got the question right since it's not for points, but yeah, I'm curious. Let's see if you can get the last name. And I can give you, I can give you a hint them. if you need it. Yeah, I'll take the hint. I'm a little slow today. Uh, it takes place in the UK, the show, but I don't think he's Scottish, but it sounds Scottish. Mm. Is it like Isaac McGregor? Close. Isaac McAdoo. 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 Yes. McAdoo. That is correct. Uh, and, and now I'm hearing Arlo White say McAdoo, at, like mm-hmm. in some of the matches. Yep. Um, and, uh, let's see here. Speaking of captains, uh, and, and of Roy Kent, we're going to go to Evan. The character of Roy Kent is based on what hot-headed Irish footballer most known from playing uh, at his days at Manchester United who shares the same first name? Yeah, I, I, I looked this up when I was preparing for the episode, but it's it's not coming to my mind right now. Anyone else? Uh-oh. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, I don't know, like, actual soccer play. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, this answer is Roy Keane. Roy Keane. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. All right. Uh, We just got a couple left here. All right. We're going to go to uh, Caitlin. Uh, Rebecca's best mate from childhood has a nickname for her. What is it? Stinky? Stinky is correct. All right. Jeremiah. Nelson Road Stadium, AFC Richmond's home stadium, is actually Selhurst Park, the real-life home of which Premier League club? Ted's first match as coach is against this team. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. That's it. All right. Uh, We're going to go to Evan. 
Co-creator and showrunner Bill Lawrence is well known for his work on other popular sitcoms in addition to Ted Lasso. Which former leading actor in a Bill Lawrence show guest directed two episodes of Ted Lasso? I know you mentioned Scrubs earlier, so I'm going to go off that and guess uh, Zach Braff. It is Zach Braff. I probably gave a little clue there, but yes, it is Zach Braff. <laughs> All right. Uh, Caitlin, uh, in what was originally meant to promote the network airing on the English, uh, excuse me, uh, in what was originally meant to promote the network airing of the English Premier League, the character of Ted Lasso first appeared in what network's commercial uh, way back in 2012? I'm going to say, I, you just said this when we did our introduction. I can't remember. ESPN? <laughs> Not ESPN. Uh, it was yeah. said. I tried to like push this question later just in case because yeah. it was said, uh, but it's NBC. NBC, yeah. All right. Uh, at least the last few are a little hard, but uh, they're the final ones here. So, uh, Jeremiah, AFC Richmond has not been able to defeat Everton for how many years? I want to say 60 years. 60, uh, it's low. Uh, like, do I have a range or do I need to hit it on the nose? Uh, if I was your trivia godfather, I would say just stick with what you're, you said initially. Okay. Uh, I'll say 60 years then. 60 years is correct. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. And, uh, Evan, cast member Cristo Fernandez, who plays Danny Rojas, actually has professional experience having played football for which Mexican soccer club? Yeah, I, I, I that's another one I saw right before. I, I don't know. I'm just going to say. Mexico Football Club. <laughs> All right. No, it's okay. It's a good guess. It is Tesco's Football Club in Mexico. All right. I have two more questions for you all. Uh, and uh, this has been so much fun um, just going through all these questions. There's so many questions that uh, you know we could have picked, and I could do this all day because I love the show. So um, the next question is, uh, before Ted Lasso joins Richmond and is hired by Rebecca, he was the head coach of what NCAA Division I football team? And that is going to Kaylin. Is that Wichita State? The Wichita State Shockers. That is correct. Yeah. And uh, your final question, uh, one of the, the most fun clips on the show that is in the pilot is a uh, clip of Ted Lasso dancing with his players from Wichita State. And uh, I'm just curious, where did that dance move originate before with Jason Sudeikis? And do you know uh, sort of, I don't want to give it away, if, if, but do you know uh, the context of when he does that dance move or what maybe it was called? I, that's my hint there. I can remember the scene, but I don't remember the dance specifically. Um, so I'm going to have to tap. I'm, I, don't, I don't know what it was called before. So uh, Evan and Caitlin, do you, do you remember where you might have seen that dance move before that he is did it? Is it SNL? It is SNL. And do you know the name of the skit uh, or the sketch that he did it on? Isn't well the dance is like the running man. It's right? basically the running man, yeah. Yeah. Um I I don't know the sketch actually. I'm trying to think. I can give you a hint if you need. Uh is it Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm gonna need a hint. Uh the hint is the sketch is uh hosted by Keenan Thompson. So I'm gonna Family Feud? Not Family Feud, uh, but he does wear large suits. Um uh, on, on this sketch though but it is what's up with that oh uh, yep yep, mm. yep so he comes out doing the running man in his uh track suit uh same dance moves he was using in uh ted lasso um and you know what uh just one final question since i have you here we're all together um if i were a uh, sort of precocious uh teenager in london whose mom is a dentist that helped roy's niece out uh, with her uh bad breath um i would come up to you with my phone and ask us to take what an Ussie. 
And Asi, that is correct, yes. Um, well, uh, this was so much fun. Um, I didn't really say it at the top, but uh, I, I also love Ted Lasso, just like our competitors today. And I think my favorite is uh, the episode that chronicled all my favorite romantic comedies. It was so well-written, such a great episode in season two. Um, but uh, yes, love Ted Lasso. So let's go down the line here. Everyone did such a wonderful job. Uh, Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us today, signing up to do this. Uh, any uh, final words, anything you'd like to say, or maybe um, what you're excited for in season three, anything like that? Oh, gosh. All right. For Well, I mean, I'm excited for season three just generally, but um, I, I'm interested to see what happens with Sam and his restaurant that he just opened at the end of the last season. And I'm, I just I love that guy so much. <laughs> oh, he's so great. Yeah. yeah. What, what a what a nice guy, too. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us today. Great job. Uh, it was actually a really close game up until uh, question seven. So all of you did wonderful. Uh, Jeremiah, thank you uh, for joining us. It was a pleasure meeting you for the first time, having you on the show. Uh, same thing. Any uh, last words or uh, ex you know excitement for the new season? Yeah, well, I just want to say thank you so much for this opportunity. I love Triviality. Um, first thing that I ever Patreon supported, and it actually, you guys inspired me to start my own trivia podcast. Um, and it's, it's very small, but it's, you know, you guys have definitely been a huge inspiration. Uh, for season three, I'm just really excited to see how things shake out between Ted and Nate. Um, you know, it, you could kind of see it coming, but the, that speech that Nate gave was a, a big drop at the end of season two. And so I'm excited to see how things uh, work out between them and how Ted, you know, makes Nate love him again. So me too. Uh, once you kind of look back and people say, you know, you have to look for the signs, all the microaggressions, you really see it uh, all throughout that first season. It's a uh, really well-crafted writing and congratulations on the podcast. Does it have a name yet? Or are you still working on it? Yeah, no, we're, we're released uh, 13 episodes. It's called GG level up. It's um, a celebration of geek culture and a, a test of nerd knowledge. Um, we, have uh we get everybody on and they talk about what they how they got into geek culture and the things that they're into and then we create a custom built trivia game based on things that they've said that they know about wonderful well congratulations on starting the new podcast so we wish you all the best of luck from here uh, if you ever have any questions let us know and if you want to you know feel free to put together a geek culture bonus game or something we'll do it for fun and and uh, make sure we can get the word out there for you absolutely will do Awesome. Uh, and uh, Evan, congratulations today uh, on winning Ted Lasso trivia. But everyone is wonderful uh, in our hearts here, just like uh, players to Ted. But uh, any last words for you or excitement for the new season? Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on. It's been a hot minute since I was on last, but I'm just uh, really grateful for this. This is, you know, just such a joy to like get to just spend this time and just have this like little piece of like, you know, fun and light in the world. So it's a lot like Ted Lasso in that, I think. Um, for season three, I think I'm really excited for uh, just I'm just excited to see what they do with Nate, the wonder kid, uh, and to see how they uh, flesh that out. So that's that's what I'm most excited about, because throughout season two, um, I saw that they were kind of like not focusing on Nate as much. And I was like, oh, man, I really liked him as a character. I wonder why they're not focusing on him. And then he has the whole speech about, hey, you stopped paying attention to me. And I was like, oh, how about that? <laughs> um, so it was obviously very smart and very intentional on their part. So I'm, I'm super excited for that storyline. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you all uh, for joining us today. Uh, if you're listening, once again, this is a bonus uh, episode just on Ted Lasso, obviously. Um, but if you want to listen to our main episodes, you can just go to our feed uh, and catch us on social media at Triviality Pod. Could not do this episode without all the support of the contestants who are Patreon supporters. You can go to patreon.com slash Triviality Podcast to support the show, help us grow and continue letting us do episodes like this. 
Uh, and the only thing I'll say is uh, if you haven't seen Ted Lasso and you're just listening to this to, to go to sleep or to run or to do whatever, make sure you check out the show. Uh, if there's one lesson, as I said at the top of the, the episode, um, that we can all learn from, especially in times like this, be curious, not judgmental. Uh, for everyone here at Triviality, Ken, Matt, and Jeff, and for Evan, Caitlin, and Jeremiah, my name is Neil, and that was Triviality. Triviality.